blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today we've got two new dubious patrons making their TPT debut in one corner. When the sun shines, she shines together. Told you she'll be here forever. Said she'll always be your friend. Took an oath she'll stick it out to the end. It's Daniela Ella Ella A. A. Browning. Daniela Browning, welcome to the show. And uh, please let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Daniela Browning. Uh, I live in Ottawa, Canada. Uh, So heaven help me if there's any American politics questions because I am stumped. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I am a uh, interior designer with my own small business here in Ottawa uh, that I started two years ago during the pandemic. That was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mom of two kids. And yeah, that's me. And her opponent today. He's coming to you on a dusty road. Good loving. He's got a truckload. And when you get it, you got something. So don't worry because he's coming. He's Joel the Soul Man Mount. Joel the Soul Man, welcome to the show, and tell everybody about yourself. Well, my name is Joel Mount. I am um, I, I'm from New Jersey, here in the United States, nice. uh, Edison, New Jersey. Uh, by day, I'm just a mild-mannered uh, healthcare worker uh, in the data entry area, but by night, I am a um, trivia host nice. and sometimes writer, so... Uh, you know, we'll see how well I do on the other side of it. All right. And because we have to ask everybody in the uh, New Jersey area, are you uh, Taylor Ham or Pork Roll? Oh, definitely Team Pork Roll. Team Pork. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I've decided Pork Roll is the right one for me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, welcome to the game. And now let's welcome everybody to our rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head to head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, and I, of course, want to get to know Joel and Daniela just a little bit better. And because this episode is dropping on Valentine's Day... I'll say you have a budget of like $300, $400, woo me with a Valentine's date. Whichever, whoever creates the best Valentine's date is going to go first. I guess I'll go first. Uh, I, well, 
being from Ottawa, I would take you to the great spa we have here just across the river in Quebec. And after that, to the gorgeous town of Wakefield, to my favorite restaurant, which is a small restaurant uh, that has amazing local food, uh, farm to table, uh, followed by a walk at Parliament Hill. Nice. Well, Adam, I'll probably take you to, um, since I'm in the, the New Brunswick area, I'll take you to a Rutgers game, maybe a you know college basketball game. Afterwards, we'll go to a local candy shop. There's a lot of chocolate in New Brunswick. So, uh, you know, buy you, I don't know, maybe $100 worth of chocolate. Oh, wow. I kind of felt like the dating game right now. This felt really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a spa day uh, with a nice farm-to-table restaurant and a walk in a park, basically, or something similar, and a Rutgers basketball game and a buttload of chocolate. I love me a buttload of chocolate, but I'm not a big fan of basketball, so I'm going to go with the spa day and uh, absolutely the farm-to-table restaurant. So that means, Daniela, you are picking first. Well, you picked the better-looking one anyway. <laughs> I almost thought you had it because you were very close to Adam's favorite sports team, which is the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. I thought that's where you were going. Oh, that would have been an instant. You would have gone and there. I mean, and they practice. They practice in in Voorhees, uh, New Jersey. Maybe we would have gone to a training game or something. You would have had it, but no. Oh, I have nothing <laughs> against the Flyers, but I hate like all Philadelphia teams because I'm a New York Giant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair. <laughs> all right, but I got. I got. That's no right. I'm an Ottawa. There you go. I'm an Ottawa girl, uh, but I'm originally from Toronto, and you can take the girl out of Toronto, but I'm always a Leafs hey. fan. So okay. All right. Fair. I mean, Claude Giroux, who I love, is uh, with the Senators right now, so I would have loved that. But no, you're not. I don't care about the. I don't care about the Maple Leafs. I don't care about Rutgers. <laughs> but you know, Spa Day sounds <laughs> nice. Treat my treat yourself is what I would say to that. There you go. All right, Daniela, you get to pick the first category. Where do you want to start things off? Okay, let's start with. I'll I'll help Joel out and I'll take fashion. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> let's start out in the fifties. All right. The oldest existing international beauty pageant was created in the United Kingdom by Eric Morley in 1951. Along with Miss Universe, Miss International, and Miss Earth, it is one of the big four international beauty pageants. Name this competition. The only one I can think of that you didn't name is Miss World. Miss World is correct. Good job. Sorry. <laughs> Good job. Getting some points to start us off. All right. Joel, where do you want to go? Uh, let's start with movies, I guess. Okay. Let's bookend it in the 2000s. Okay. We've got a question from Simon Hood. Thank you very much, Simon. What tenacious actor played the devious filmmaker Carl Denham in the, tw in the 2005 remake of King Kong? I'm thinking that's Jack Black. It is Jack Black, the uh, Peter Jackson King Kong film, which is pretty good. It's just not great. It's pretty yeah. good. But yeah, always love me some Jack Black. I saw it, but the tenacious clue. Yeah, yep, <laughs> sure. All right, Daniela, we're back to you. Uh, let's go TV. And we'll do the 70s. And we have a question from Jackie LaFave. From 1974 to 78, Angie Dickinson played the main character, Sergeant Pepper Anderson, an undercover police officer working for the criminal conspiracy unit of the L.A. Police Department. What show was this that lasted for 90 episodes? I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pass. No idea. 
Got to pass. All right, Joel, do you know? Uh, I was born, and that was Policewoman. <laughs> Policewoman is correct. I'm an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not well, that it, young, but I'm not it, that old. <laughs> it, in this instance, it worked in your favor, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So my choice, I guess I'm going to go with the news and politics. Okay. And your decade is the 50s. Okay. Convicted of espionage for spying on behalf of the Soviet Union, what couple was executed by the federal government of the United States in 1953 at Sing Sing Correctional Facility, becoming the first American civilians to be executed for such charges and the first to receive that penalty during peacetime? Uh, That would be Julius and Ethel Rosenberg. Julius and Ethel Rosenberg is correct. Well done. All right. Moving back to Daniela. And we have music, slang, toys and games, sports, literature, and food. Uh, let's go food. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Introduced in 1993 and now only available seasonally in New England and Atlantic areas of Canada, what McDonald's item includes crustacean meat, lettuce, sauce, and is served on a hot dog bun? What is it called? Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't think it's... McLobster roll? The McLobster, or I'll take McLobster roll. Yes, McLobster roll. McLobster is correct. Oh, I want them here in New Jersey. I want them bad. (laughs) Really? But do you really? Apparently, they're really good. I've got family on the East Coast, and they swear by them, so... Okay, all right, all right. I'll trust it. All right, we are back to Joel. Oh, God. Um, I'll try music. Okay. (laughs) We're going back to the 50s. Wow, okay. 1951 song Rocket 88 was credited as being by by Jackie Benson and the Delta Cats, who were actually... The Kings of Rhythm, and what famous frontman? Several music writers consider it to be the first rock and roll record. It would be six years later that this frontman would meet his eventual wife and music partner. I can only say, just based on having a wife, I'm going to go Ike Turner. Just a while, guess. Ike Turner is correct. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Good call. All right, Daniela, back to you. Let's go slang. And your decade is the 2000s. What mid to late 2000s slang means excited, adrenalized, or intoxicated? Its meaning is similar to crunk, though just a slight change of direction. And rapper Roscoe Dash had a billboard hit utilizing this term. Sorry, can you reread that again? Not a problem. What mid to late 2000s slang means excited, adrenalized, or intoxicated? Its meaning is similar to crunk, though just a slight change of direction. And rapper Roscoe Dash had a billboard hit utilizing this term. Pumped? Pumped is incorrect. Joel, can you steal? I cannot. I have not even a clue. (laughs) Nothing? Not even going to give a guess? Cranked. I don't know. Cranked is a good guess. No, the hints being obviously a slight change of direction and then the song... Was all the way turnt up. Turnt yeah. is what oh. I was looking for. 
All right. All right, well, we're going to keep this turnt game going. And uh, Joel, it is you who gets to pick between toys and games, sports, or literature. Let's try literature. All right, coming at you. And decade is the 90s. What best-selling 1994 nonfiction thriller by Richard Preston is about the origins and incidents involving viral hemorrhagic fevers, particularly from the Ebola virus? The book helped inspire changes in the CDC and the World Health Organization and even somewhat inspired the film Outbreak. All uh, the way turned up. It's a catchy, catchy tune. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I know it's wrong. I'm just going to say the Andromeda strain because I know that's fiction and it's from like the 60s. But both of that is correct, which means it's not a nonfiction <laughs> book from the 90s. And so, yes, the Andromeda strain is incorrect. Daniela, can you steal? I'm just going to throw pandemic pandemic is incorrect, but a fantastic board game. No, uh, this one is the hot zone. The hot zone was the book. Oh, I have heard of that. Mm -hmm. Nope. All right. Daniela, are you looking for tours and toys and games or sports? Let's do toys and games. Okay. (laughs) And your decade is the (laughs) fifties. Wow. Okay. What three-word kits allow anyone to create a masterpiece by simply following the digits? The idea was conceived by commercial artist Dan Robbins and were, a hard, were, and were hard to sell until Macy's began stocking them in 1952. Uh, paint by number? Paint by numbers is correct. All right. And we will end things in sports, sports. for Joel. And he gets the 2000s. All right. On the other side. Only 16 men have 30 or more PGA Tour wins. What person won his 34th in September of 2008 at the Deutsche Bank at the Deutsche Bank Championship? Of those 16 men, all of them are American except this person. Gary Player. Gary Player is incorrect. Daniela, what do you know about golf? I know my father-in-law watches it. <laughs> Quick, call him in. Call yeah. him. <laughs> can I call a friend? Mm. Uh, no, only if I can do my Regis voice for the rest of the episode. That's, oh, that's please the don't. Way. Yeah, please then don't. that's the only way. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry, can I get the question one more time? Of course. Only 16 men have 30 or more PGA Tour wins. What person won his 34th in September of 2008 at the Deutsche Bank Championship? And of those 16 men... All of them are American, except this person. Uh, what is... I don't think he's old enough, but it's Mick something. Mick... Mick, Mick Lobster. McIlvery? Yeah, Mick no. Lobster. No, uh, <laughs> McIlvery? McIlvery is incorrect. Uh, John, do you know this one? I'm only going to take this guess because I'm pretty sure this guy's Australian and I know his name. So I don't know enough about golf, but the fact that I know his name might tell me that he's... Is it Greg Norman? Greg Norman is an Australian, uh, but I don't think he has 30 or more PGA Tour okay. wins. Uh, this is Vijay Singh. Vijay oh, Singh. Oh, is okay. who I, I do them. know that name. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I, I was the same. I'm like, uh, name a non-American golfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. That is the end of round one. John, what are our current standings? All right. Well, we got a pretty close game going on. Joel's got 40 and Daniela's got 30. Yeah. 
Absolutely, it can go any way in round two. And as Daniela got to start off round one, that means, Joel, you get to pick for Van da- Daniela to start off round two. All right. Um, well, let's get sports out of the way right now. I'll be mean. Okay. <laughs> that is mean. <laughs> All right, and your decade is the 90s. Okay. Nicknamed The Natural, what martial artist won his first championship belt on December 20, 21st, 1997 in Japan? It was his first of five championships and one interim championship in the UFC, which is the most championship reigns in UFC history. He's a Hall of Famer and was also the first person to hold two UFC championship titles in two different divisions. Uh, did you? Couldn't be hockey, could it? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I got any any hockey questions in in this slots, unfortunately. That's all right. Uh, what was his name? Uh, I'm gonna have to pass. There's there's a name ringing around somewhere in there, but it's not coming to me. All right, Joel, can you steal? Can you repeat the question, please? Of course. Nicknamed The Natural, what martial artist won his first championship belt on December 21st, 1997 in Japan? It was his first of five championships and one interim championship in the UFC, which is the most championship reigns in UFC history. He's a Hall of Famer and was also the first person to hold two UFC championship titles in two different divisions. Is it Chuck Liddell? Chuck Liddell is incorrect. Okay. No, uh, the the natural is Randy Couture. Randy okay. Couture. Not who I was thinking. I should have put in a juicy uh, clue in there. That might have been good. Wouldn't help me. <laughs> I probably might have gotten there. Yeah, that there way. you go. <laughs> All right. Probably, this, maybe. Yeah. What juicy martial artist? That's I'm gonna make sure I do that yeah. next time if I ever. Ask I you. I should have known that because my daughter used to train at his gym. Oh, very cool. Here in Vegas. Nice. Awesome. All right. Um, where are we? Oh, no, so now, uh, Danielle, you're picking for Joel. Just going to be mean to me now. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm going to return the favor uh, <laughs> and give Joel fashion. I knew it. Uh-huh. I, knew it. <laughs> I lied. I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> well, let's see what he knows about 60s fashion. Ooh. <laughs> Mini skirts. Uh... Originally a jewelry designer, Paco Rabane is more avant is it was more avant-garde artist than fashion designer making chainmail type garments with metal and plastic discs he was also the costume designer for what 1968 Jane Fonda sci-fi classic <laughs> oh i got lucky and it's a movie uh barbarella i'm going to guess barbarella is correct yep movie question snuck into fashion <laughs> oh, okay um Slang. Okay. Slang for Daniela. And we finally get an 80s question. All right. In the 1570s, what word originally meant a kind of thick, soft leather? But its slang usage for a muscular body made its debut in print in 1982's Valley Girl's Guide to Life. And I quote, Well, dudes have got to be totally blank first off before you even talk to them. Buff? Buff is correct. Good job. All right. Uh, Daniela, what do you want to give back to Joel? I'm going to hope that the movies has something to do with about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. 
And your decade is the 90s. And I have an, an have another explain a film plot badly question. Uh-oh. All right. So I will give you a year and a bad description of a movie. And you need to name the movie. 1992. A beautiful princess gets catfished. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is incorrect. Daniela, can you steal? A beautiful princess gets catfished? Was that the clue? That is the clue. Okay. 1992. What came out in 92? Uh, Oh my goodness. Why can I? I can't even think of a movie right now. Never mind anything else. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. All right, I should have thought of some fashion to add in there. Uh, <laughs> John, do you know this one? I, I think Joel was close with Beauty and the Beast. I'm pretty sure this is Aladdin. Yes, Aladdin. Oh. She gets catfished because he's not actually Prince Ali. <laughs> So. I thought Aladdin was later than that, which is what threw me off. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think Beauty oh. the Beast was like 91, and then Aladdin was like 92. It's something like that. So okay. Close to that. Uh, all right, Joel, what do you want to give to Daniela? Oh, good Lord. Um, news. Okay. And it is the 80s. Okay. On March 13th, 1980. What killer clown was sentenced to death for the murder of 33 boys and young men? It wasn't until 14 years later that the sentencing came to completion. Pennywise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's true. As soon as you hit record, your brain gets (laughs) dumber. Because I love true crime and I know this. What on earth was his name? Oh my goodness. I can see his face. It's creepy. Oh, it's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Bilbo. I can't remember. Bilbo is incorrect. I knew it was. Joel, can you steal? I'm going to guess John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy is yeah. correct. Yep. Sometimes that's just how it works. It just escapes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Daniela, what do you want to give to Joel? You can have food, literature, toys and games, TV, or music. I'll give him literature. Sorry, literature. Hey, I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, It's the 2000s. 2000s literature. What 2001 British metafictional novel was written by Ian McEwan? It's set in three time periods, 1935 England, Second War, uh, sorry, Second World War England, and present day England. In 2007, it was adapted into an Academy Award winning film of the same name. So you get a movie question also in your literature question. <laughs> you just keep getting movie questions. Uh, atonement? Atonement is correct oh god that was hard (laughs) good pull though very good pull all right and what do you want to give to daniela 
Uh, how about music? And your decade is the 60s. All right, Daniela, get ready to be wooed by my wonderful voice. We are going to be taking a trip to the Throwback Lounge. So I am going to lounge sing a 1960 number one hit with the following lyrics. And you need to tell me the artist who did this song, okay? Okay. Other arms reach out to me, other eyes smile tenderly, still in peace dreams I see, the road leads back to you. Hey! Okay. 1960s music is not exactly my strong suit, so can you do that one more time for me? I can, absolutely. I always love a little encore. Other arms reach out to me, other eyes smile tenderly. Still in peaceful dreams I see, the road leads back to you. Hey! <laughs> the hey is not part of it, that's a trademark of uh, Throwback Lounge. I've listened a couple times. Yeah, I, fi- I figured. <laughs> I figured. Just, just making sure people know. Do you want the, sorry, the song name or the singer? The artist. I'm just going to throw a Lucky Sinatra out there and see if I get... <laughs> the old Lucky Sinatra is not so lucky today. It is Didn't think it would be. Correct. Joel, can you steal? Um, I'm going to say I think it's Ray Charles. The song is Georgia On My Mind. Oh my god. And it is Ray Charles. My mom's name is Georgia. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm sure Sinatra probably sang it at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sang everything. He probably did. <laughs> so, all right. Joel getting the steal. And Daniela, now you've got to potentially continue his run. Do you want to give him TV, toys and games, or food? I will give him toys and games. Okay. Your decade is the 90s. What board game first bared fruit in 1999? It was chosen by Mensa International as a Mensa Select Prize winner and was also named Party Game of the Year in 1999 by Games Magazine. That'd be Apples to Apples? It is Apples to Apples. Oh, good job. The kid version of of Cards Against Humanity. It's exactly (laughs) correct. Is that what it is? I never played it. Yep. It's the, the, the nicer, tamer version. So... Uh, all right. Now, which one uh, between food and TV? What do you want to give to Daniela? What do you want to keep I'm for yourself? I'm going to give Daniela food. She Ooh. did really well with the McLobster. So. Yes, and she likes some farm to table. We know that. <laughs> and she gets the 2000s. Okay. Introduced in 2007, what Oreo variety had the classic smooth cream filling, but this time paired between a softer option than the regular cookie. Um, the cake Oreo? I'm going to need you to be more specific. Oh, darn it. Chocolate cake Oreo? Chocolate cake Oreo is incorrect. Oh. Joel, can you steal? Cupcake Oreo? <laughs> Cupcake Oreo is incorrect. John, can you get us there all the way? 
I'm gonna guess uh, this is red velvet cake for you. <laughs> no, you guys are all going <laughs> no. that types of so they have a specific branding name. They're called Cakesters, Oreo uh, Cakesters. Uh, okay, so I don't think those made the way to the north of the border. Oh, they're good. They're theirs. I, I very much enjoy them. So, all right, that leaves TV for Joel, and he gets the eighties. Eighties okay. TV. We have a question from Ian Schultze. Thank you, Ian. Wearing a red hat, purple scarf covering his face, and a red robe with the letter O in the front, what is the name of the floating sorcerer that appeared in He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Oh, God. Well, my friend Michael would know this, but I have no idea. Um, Omicron. Omicron is (laughs) incorrect. Daniela, can you steal? Watch Shira as a kid. He, oh. he might have showed up on Shira. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah, that was a minute ago, though. I watched it somewhat recently. It does not stand up. Oviron? <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm making something up. Oviron <laughs> is incorrect. Uh, John, can you steal this one? You were a He-Man fan. I believe this is Orko. Orko is correct all right and that is the end of round two john where do we stand uh danielle i was really rooting for you to get that last one because unfortunately you needed it to not be locked out and unfortunately uh we're going into the final round joel has 90 and daniela has 40 yes yes he does so you know people can wager any way they want on this show you don't have to wager like you're supposed to you just say you just just think about that you know you know it's just a fun little silly game it's not like we're in the tournament yet you know there's no prize at the end of this one other than your pride but did you have much pride to begin with joel I don't know. Oh, I have pride. <laughs> so just throwing that out there. But before you guys put in your wagers, we need to know what the decades and categories are going to be. Joel, as you are in the lead, which category do you want to go into the final round? I'm going to try news and uh, politics. Okay. Hoping for uh, American specific stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the decade will be the 70s. 70s okay. news. Okay. All right. And Danielle, what do you want to join into the final round? Uh, You know what? It's worked for me once and gone backwards on me once. So let's stay with fashion. Okay. And the fashion will be 2000s. Okay. All right. So we need to know your wagers or write down your wagers. We'll know it later. But write down your wagers based on 70s news and politics and 2000s fashion. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. We are going to start things off in 70s news and politics. What American Baptist pastor, televangelist, and conservative activist founded Liberty University in 1971? During the 50s and 60s, he spoke and campaigned against civil rights activist Martin Luther King and the racial desegregation of the public school systems. And our 2000s fashion... In 2003, Carrie O'Brien pioneered raw-cut undergarments with no seams, elastic, or trim on the edges. This underwear is reportedly more present at red carpet events such as the Academy Awards and New York Fashion Week than any other underwear brand. What ironic name did Carrie give her underwear? And as our contestants are thinking about their answers, I'm just going to remind everybody out there, 
Check out all the different shows on the BFOP network, whether it is the Blast From Our Past podcast or Talking Back or Action Action or People Don't Forget or Podcasting After Dark or Comics Underground or Cartwright of Seinfeld podcast. They're all fantastic nostalgic-based shows, and I think you guys would like each and every one of them. All right. Do either of you need a question reread? No. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Daniela, as you were behind, what were your answers to the 70s news and politics and the 2000s fashion question? All right. So the first one, I fully admit I had no idea. Uh, so I just threw out a Lucky Johnson. Okay. Uh, and uh, for the uh, second one, I said Spanx. Okay. All right. And Joel, what were your answers? Um, I took a guess on Jerry Falwell uh, for the Reverend, and I also said Spanx. All right. The answers to our two questions. The American Baptist pastor, who was a racist son of a gun, was Jerry Falwell. <laughs> that is correct on that part. And the raw uncut undergarments with the ironic name is Commando underwear they're called commando underwear so they have no seams and whatnot. Oh. they're not the same as spanx they are different so unfortunately neither contestant getting their full wager uh we do need to know what you guys wagered so we can get our final score and 10 i see that okay joel wagered 10 i want to give her a chance to tie me yeah daniela wagered 30 and joel i wagered just didn't 10. want zero <laughs> John, mathematize us up and let us know who won. With a final score of 80 to 10, Joel is the winner today. Yes. Woo. I, I, got, well lucky done. On, I got lucky on some some steals, so I wanted to give her a chance to yeah. tie, you know? That could have been a very fun. Yeah, it would have been a fun fun thing, but yeah. Tough question. I'm I know still that, annoyed I didn't get Aladdin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a whole new world no. tomorrow, so think about that. You'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a lot of fun. We really appreciate you guys uh, being patrons, of course, but also just listening to our show and coming on. Hope you guys had a fun time. Uh, Daniela, as you lost, you'll go first and we'll save the last bits for Joel. Uh, if you want to say, here's your time to give your piece and say anything you would like. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I was nervous as heck, uh, <laughs> but it was a great time. Um, I, I got four right, so we're calling it a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, since this is the Valentine's Day episode, I would like to thank my fantastic husband for keeping our kids amused with Lego upstairs and quiet. Uh, he is awesome. Uh, and also, uh, I'm a big proponent of mental health. Keep an eye out. Just check in with your friends. Make sure... Even if everyone seems okay, sometimes it's the ones you don't even realize that are struggling a little bit. So just check in with everybody, especially this time of year. Winter is hard uh, for a lot of people. So say hi. It goes a long way when somebody's not feeling great. Yep. Absolutely. And Joel, uh, our big winner for the day. Uh, oh. what, would, what would you like to say? Well, seeing as how this is coming out around Valentine's Day or on Valentine's Day, that is about the day that my second grandchild, my first granddaughter, will be due. So I'm hoping at this point I can welcome welcome my granddaughter Claire into the world. Uh, if not, hopefully very soon after. And um, uh, just hope everyone has a great Valentine's Day. 
Well, yeah, hope so as well. That was wonderful messages to everybody out there. All right. Well, thank you both for being on the show. For John, I'm Adam, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 